America. My name is I'm Yosef Frimpong, and I come to you every Friday about this time where I try to talk to you about local politics and politics in a way that helps black people try to secure power and democratize power in these United States because I'm tired of black people being slaves or internal colonies in uh, a late nation that's not properly ours. And when it will be properly ours will be a time when we actually have power and we can determine our own communities and actually even determine our opposition. So what does all that mean? Well, let me show you what that means in one instance. All right, so Michael Bloomberg, in his, uh, you know, infinite charity, and it's functionally infinite. He's worth $60 billion. So in his infinite charity, he gave $100 million to historically black medical schools. That seems to be great because historically black medical schools create a disproportionate number of black doctors. The problem is going to be uh, that now Michael Bloomberg gets to decide who gets to be a doctor. Like that, that shouldn't be... That shouldn't be how we decide uh, what's good for black communities. And there are consequences to this, right? So there's a, a section in Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics, one of his big texts that's often taught, where he says that politics appears to be of this nature, for it is what ordains which of the sciences should be studied in the state and which of each class of citizens should learn up to, up to what point they should, and, and up to what point they should learn them, right? So politics, politics is what decides what people should learn and up to what point they should learn them. That's why we have public school curricula and all that stuff, right? So if we need more medical schools, then we build more medical schools and make it attractive for doctors to go to medical schools. But that shouldn't be up to Michael Bloomberg's discretion. That should be a political decision with public accountability. What do we need? What does the community need? Yes, we need more black doctors. Yes, we need more medical schools. Yes, we need HBCUs to be funded, but that shouldn't. That shouldn't be what we don't need is for, to have all of this dependent on Mike Bloomberg liking us. Mr. Stop and Frisk Mike Bloomberg. And there's actually a, a larger story to this insofar as, um, you know, remember when Mike Bloomberg ran for mayor, he got all these endorsements from, from black people who he's given money to or promised to give money to, offered to give money to. Mike, uh, this is uh, Michael Thurman who is famous in Georgia because he was a black guy who, who won for a statewide office and there aren't a lot of black people who won for a statewide office. Mind you, it was labor commissioner, not like senator, but he was a black guy who, who won um, a Democratic primary and then was democratically elected for a statewide office. This was right before the realignment, so you still had, black, uh, you still had Democrats in statewide power before all of the white racists left. We had just enough to get voting majorities. So... Uh, Thurman was the statewide black Democrat, and that's what he's known for. And he also has a radio station. And remember, when he made this endorsement, Bloomberg was spending a half billion dollars in advertising and staff and all of that stuff. So, you know, Michael Thurman, he's currently the CEO, which is a weird position to have for a county, but he's currently the CEO of DeKalb County, a rather large county in, in Georgia. And he endorsed Bloomberg... I think for the money and for the promise of money, because you have to understand if you, it's not as if all of the nonprofits in the United States get money from Bloomberg or Gates. 
But all of the profits in the United States would like nonprofits in the United States would like to get money from Bloomberg or Gates. So they're not going to do anything that would actually tick off a Bloomberg or Gates. And that's why you have, for example, Stacey, Stacey Abrams, right? Takes five million dollars of a cash to do her, her voter initiative, which is a good initiative, right? Black people should be able to vote in Georgia. Stacey Abrams is trying to be able to make sure that more people vote in Georgia. Also, she does that knowing that they vote Democrat and will vote for her. But in general, it's good for people to be able to vote. So if, if Bloomberg's money allows Stacey Abrams' organization, which, you know, employs a lot of black people. I know a lot of my friends at one point in time worked for Stacey Abrams' organization, and they were all black. So um, if Bloomberg's money allows her to employ black people, to get black people to vote, that's good, right? But our voting shouldn't be at the discretion of Bloomberg's money because Bloomberg's also the guy who the guy who will use his political power to um, distort government such that you need to go to a Michael Bloomberg for services, right? So it's charity, but it's charity that's only considered charity because the government's not doing its job. Right, like we should have a public process to get money to HBCUs and a public process to secure voting, but it's but it's done by Bloomberg's charity because um, Bloomberg has bought the politicians who have gutted the uh, quality of legislation and political thought that it would take to get the government to secure these uh, goods as right. And as and since that's not the case, they're not secured as right. We need to go to guess who? Bloomberg. You know, Dave Chappelle had this skit in, in his last comedy special where um, a, he took it from Iceberg Slim, a pimp, and it was about like the complicated strategies that the pimp came up with in order to get, at the end of the day, the prostitute to be grateful that she was the prostitute for this pimp. It's kind of like that. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit more after the break. Hit the beat. To the beat, y'all. Change the ways for the world or the government. If it was the president, then I would state facts. You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black and it can feature in So at the tail end of one of Dave Chappelle's, uh, one of Dave Chappelle's latest Netflix specials, he gives an elaborate story about uh, a, a pimp who kind of distorts the prostitute's like version of reality or vision of reality. She, he sets her up in such a way that at the end of the story, the prostitute is very happy and is eager to uh, work for the pimp. That is the situation of black people and Michael Bloomberg. Right. So Michael Bloomberg spent decade champion stop and frisk and harassing black people for the comfort of, of white capital in New York. And now, you know, we are in a position because our community is degraded that we need his charity. And so when he gives a hundred million dollars to historically black medical schools, we look at him as like some sort of savior, right? And this is a HBCUs are a ticklish arenas for this fight because, um, I mean, they were started, a lot of them started by, the idea was started by uh, uh, Booker T. Washington, who spent a lot of his money shaking down white people um, and saying what they needed to hear. 
including that like they don't have to share power with us as long as they give him money to to start schools for us. So, and then you have uh, they fired W. B. Du Bois. W. B. Du Bois was fired from Clark Atlanta, from Atlanta. It was just Atlanta University at the time for suggesting that the white donors don't actually care about black community uplift because the white donors did not actually care about black community uplift and they got they felt some sort of way and they called the manager on wb du bois who was probably one of the most uh prolific and found like fundamentally important academics uh america has ever produced i mean you pretty much founded america's sociology and, and changed philosophy in a way and as I'm a fan of, he brought Hegel into philosophy. I mean, Hegel, like, you, I, I study Hegel. The boys did too. And you can just tell that we're of the same mind. Um, and there is a way in which, yeah, he got fired from Atlanta University for suggesting that these white donors aren't really about community uplift. And you have to imagine, imagine Howard Zinn also got fired from Spelman University, another HBCU, for radicalizing too many students. I think Alice Walker went there and then came out with ideas. So she had to transfer, and, or either she graduated. I know um, Zinn didn't survive Spelman. But the idea is that these people give money in order to control us, not so that we can control ourselves. And that's a problem. By the way, if you like anything I'm doing, Depending on who you talk to, I'll make myself down white unemployable by continuing the show, which I will do until they take me out. Um, go to www.thefunkyacademic.com or funkyacademic.com and kick in $5, $15, or $50 every month because, you know, I try to give a quality of political knowledge that's not, you're not going to get in schools because schools are trying to look for those Gates grants and look for that Jeff Bezos grant and look for that uh, 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 Bloomberg money. Right. So what I'm trying to tell you now is that this security is a kind of a longer con that is centered in population control. He's not going to democratize control. Like democratize power. What this does is by failty. He's worth $60 billion. A hundred million, a hundred, a hundred million dollars is like 0.01% of his worth. It's like you taking your, your, your girlfriend out for like a nice dinner. Right. Um, so like, it's not, it's not real money to him in but in terms of the failty, now he's, he's invited to all the barbecues because he might cough and spit out a million dollars and that'll get you invited to all the barbecues because while we cook good barbecue, we're also cheap. So you can get a lot of black people to say a lot of things for a million dollars. And he has. But what does that mean? It means we're charity slaves because we don't actually have rights. Rights are secured by government in a public process. We have, we have to make sure, um, you know, Michael Bloomberg likes us. And that's no way to live life. That is no way to live life. And what it does is even if you're not, like so many nonprofits are on the dole of Michael Bloomberg and Gates, it's not as if, it's not as if you're directly on their dole, but you're not going to do anything to tick them off right? Because you, they might write you a check in the future or might, they might write one of 
your partner's a check. And these are petty people. So if you tick them off, they're going to put you on a blacklist and then your partners will start drying up. This is, I mean, Athens is a town. I'm in Athens, Georgia right now with an enormous poverty rate, anywhere from 32 to 38 depending percent, depending on who you talk to. And the black population is, you know, about a third. So it's just, pretty, it's, it's black people. There are some white, poor, black, poor white people here, but like there are like, in the same way that there are some white poor black, uh, poor people here, there are some black people with money, but like the vast majority of them are poor and at, like, generationally poor. So um, we have a lot of nonprofits that sustain poverty in Athens because it's not about democratizing power that would actually sustain community uplift. Instead, these nonprofits run on a charity model where they're not trying to democratize public power, public power. They're trying to just kind of make themselves feel good. It's about the donor experience. So what does that mean for black community uplift? It means we need to get honest and we need to be honest about this as a variety of slavery. They talk about NBA players being $40 million slaves because they, you know, um, you know, tear up their bodies for their white owners and the, and, the, and the fans. And depending on who you talk to, that includes UGA football. But um, we don't talk about the slavery of being charity slaves where we have to depend on Mike Bloomberg. We can't say no because part of autonomy, part of self-determination is being able to negate other people. If other people have designs on you, if other people have plans and their plans include you and have designs on you, you need to be able to say no to their plans. But if Bloomberg controls all of your check, any plan he has that includes you, you're gonna, he's going to be able to realize even if it includes you because you're not going to be able to say no to his plan. You might have a counter plan, but you're not going to say no. You're going to give up your counter plan to go on to his plan because he's the guy who writes the check. And that's the problem. And that's an enormous problem. And so you need to democratize power. In order to democratize power, you have to start talking about democratizing money or securing institutions such that you're not on, like, you don't need him for, for, for your freedom. You don't need Mike Bloomberg. Right? But if voting, if Stacey Abrams' voting initiative is tied to a Mike Bloomberg, then, like, our basic rights are not secured by government. There's, our other basic rights are secured by Stacey Abrams being nice to black, Mike, Mike Bloomberg. And voting not being black voting and not being particularly threatening to Bloomberg's prowess. Because Bloomberg also spends a good amount of money electing the quality of Democrats and Republicans who will, who will make it the case that you need to go to charity in order to have your rights secured. All right. So I hope I've clarified how um, the charity pimps are actually doing their work. And, I, you know, go take a look at, I think it, it really is, it's in the, it's one, of, it's one of his latest specials on Netflix. And he ends with a, a very long and detailed story about Iceberg Slim. Um, and how pimping is psychological. And make no mistake, as Bloomberg pimps out the black community, it is psychological. And with that, I will... Give you this. I, I'm, in a, I'm a huge fan of biting the hand that feeds you, so we need to, we need to bite hands that feed us. It's, it's ours anyway. They're, they're only feeding us because they took our money, right? So we need to get in the business of biting the hands that feed us. Peace.
If you appreciate the work I do every week and you think that I should continue to do it because I'm giving you the quality of political knowledge and insight that will help you not squander your life and kind of rescue meaning from it, then go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month, or make one enormous donations. I like the monthlies because it allows me to budget more, and that'll help me, you know, with a marketing budget or getting better equipment that works all the time. Because a lot of, in a lot of ways, freedom means having equipment that works every time you turn it on. <laughs> and I want to be a free Negro, so. Um, if you like what I do, go to funkyacademic.com and contribute. Thanks often comes in the form of cash. And the site takes credit cards. <laughs>